Today's episode is brought to you by Create Engage, the digital marketing agency for the disruptive management consultancy. Digital marketing has moved forwards, but most consulting firms haven't. Many consulting firms still see their corporate blog as their sole digital marketing channel and find themselves frustrated when these blogs yield little, if any, results. For those consultancies that understand digital marketing, though, it can be a huge asset and help them achieve rapid business growth. In fact, at Create Engage, we've recently written a case study of one successful consulting firm that used digital marketing to help them grow over 400% in just three years. Having spent countless hours researching consulting firms and consulting leaders for this podcast, it became very clear that while some firms do digital marketing well, the vast majority of consulting firms struggle to leverage its power and don't know where to start. To help those of you who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow your consulting business, but don't have the knowledge, capacity, or in-house capability to do so, I launched Create Engage, the first digital marketing agency for the management consulting industry. As former consultants ourselves, we understand the challenges that you face when it comes to delivering effective digital marketing that engages prospective clients and generates leads. Having worked in the industry, we understand consulting buyers, what resonates with them and what doesn't. This enables us to harness the latest in digital marketing in a way that aligns with your brand and your market positioning to attract the prospective clients that you're looking to target. We understand that each consultancy is unique and have a range of services to help you shape, implement and sustain effective digital marketing strategies that deliver results, regardless of where you are on your digital marketing journey. If you would like to find out more, about how Create Engage can help you use digital marketing to take your business to the next level, then send me an email at nick at createengage.co.uk or go to our website, createengage.co.uk, where you can download that free case study that breaks down the digital marketing strategies used by one successful consulting firm to help them grow over 400% in just three years and gives you the secrets they used so that you can apply them in your own firm. If you want to outpace your competitors and stand out in the crowded consulting market, then get in touch. We'd love to help you grow your business through digital marketing. Hi, and welcome to Climbing Consulting. For regular listeners to the show, you'll know what today's episode is all about. But for those of you who are new to the show, or maybe you've only just started listening recently, let me give you a little bit of explanation. Every few months, I like to take a break from the usual interview format of the podcast and give you something different. And that's where the idea for this episode came from. My guests give so much great advice and nowhere is that truer than in their answers to the very last question that I ask in every interview. That question is quite simply, what one piece of advice would you give to someone just starting their career in consulting, someone who is at manager level and someone who is approaching partner? I love to hear both the similarities and differences in advice that my guests give, and I know that many of you do too. But scrolling through multiple episodes to find this great advice right at the end can be a little tedious, and that's why I bring them all together into these Advice Roundup episodes. Today, you will hear from a whole host of guests from the last six months of Climbing Consulting. They've come from a range of backgrounds, a range of different consultancies, and all have some really unique insight to share. In this episode, you'll hear advice from 
Mike Newlove at Wavestone, James Callender at Fresh Minds, Trisha Nelson at EY, Jeff Cronkshaw from Lancia Consult, Jeff Dillon, Gemma Fister from Dynamic, Professor Joe Amani of Consulting Mastered in Cardiff Business School, Tara Lajimakera of FT Strategies, Simon Williams of DMW Group, Dean Taylor of IMD Group, and David Stoddard of Barnett Waddingham. There's a lot in there, and I know that you are going to get a ton from everything that my guests share in today's episode. I always love listening back to these round of episodes as it reminds me of just how much great advice my guests share. And I know you are going to get a ton from today's episode too. So with that intro all over, all that's left to say is please enjoy today's episode of Climbing Consulting. There's probably more than one piece of advice for for each one. But if you're starting out in your career and you're consulting, I think the first thing, you really need to understand what consulting's about because you need to evaluate if that's the career that you want to continue in for many, many years. Be very adaptable and flexible. You're going to be asked to do a multitude of different projects and things, some of stuff that you probably didn't want to do or hadn't decided to do, but I would embrace each thing and take each opportunity as a learning experience, right? And try and get something out of it personally. And also... If you're in a consulting firm, you're going to be surrounded by some very, very experienced and some very talented individuals. I would use that, learn from those people, ask the questions, right? Ask all of those people questions and, and learn from them because I think you've got a tremendous opportunity to learn. So I think that's probably that one. The manager, probably a key point in your career around deciding, you know, you've made some decisions, you are where you are because you understand different things. So it's then it's, it's around how do you then start to become a better leader? you're at that point in your career so if you're if you're in consulting you've got how are you going to impart knowledge around people around you how are you going to build up teams and you're going to take people with you one of the key things for all consultants is developing really key relationships right and i think you know if i reflect back on my career i wish i'd made more of relationships i made at younger age because i think if i'd had a lot more of those now i hopefully would have an even bigger network of, of people that i could work with and whatever so it's all about making sure you, you you really capitalize on the people that you've met and putting the time and effort in to building those relationships because they will only help you in your personal career as, as you go forward. And if you're approaching partner, I think you're at a stage in your career where you probably need to really understand what you want from a, I guess, a responsibility perspective. Somebody, you know, made partner very recently in, in Wavestone and the conversation I had with them afterwards was, you know, they feel different now. I said, what do you mean? Well, I feel more responsible. I feel more responsibility on my shoulders. I've got to put more back in. The expectation of me has suddenly gone up. That all comes with a partner or if you launch your own business, right? Because people look at you and go, my expectation of you has absolutely changed overnight because you have that title or you're in that position. Make sure you want that, mm. right? Make sure you really want that, okay? Because it's, you know, consulting, you know, is all about, oh, yeah, I've got this grade to that grade to this grade to that grade. And, you know, we're we're good and bad at doing that, right? But you've got to don't just do it because it's there and everybody does it what do you really want out of your career is that what you want great then go for it but understand that's what it comes with okay and 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 the expectations change and the challenge changes and that isn't for everybody even if we all think it is um great thing again i get about wavestone and uh, one of the things i'm uh, the reason i'm still here and i enjoy it is we're very happy for people to get to whatever stage in their career and that, that they can stay at that stage. And they don't have to all go on to make partner. They can be a very, very successful at whatever part of their career. And that's, that's fine. And that's great. And we'll be supportive. 
So try to work out what you want out of your career and where, where the best routes are for you. Great. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, the, f- the first disclaimer is everyone's sort of different, clearly, in their kind of motivations and what they're looking for. But yeah, number one, I think, for the analysts, the, the entry-level analysts, is just make sure you're really clear what the role is. Um, so be really clear, I'm going to work for this consulting firm, which does this kind of work, which is analytical or qualitative or uh, lots of travel or, or no travel or whatever it happens to be. Be really clear on that role, what the outputs are, what your working hours will be like just to make sure that aligns with what you want to do in the first really valuable first you know, two to three years of your career. For the second, so that's a kind of manager level, what, five, seven years in, let's say. Mm. Yeah, and that's quite a common exit point for a lot of people coming to us as candidates. And that, I think, yeah, that's a bit of a check-in, which is, you know, do I want to, am I happy? I don't mean that in a kind of basic way, but, you know, is it, am I doing something that I think I want to continue doing for another five or seven years? Or is this maybe a natural break in the road and time to kind of maybe use that skill set that I've built up and transfer that into you know, the investment world or the corporate world? I think one bit of advice I would also give for those managers who are leaving at that point. If you, you know, you've had a kind of fairly sort of um, cloistered life at sort of Oxford and, um, and then at some top tier consulting firm and you're, you know, late 20s, early 30s, suddenly you're then in the strategy department at some more typical corporate i think there can be a bit of a challenge between kind of being the smartest guy or girl in the room as it were to then actually getting stuff done and recognizing the kind of different levels of empathy to kind of get things done i think a big theme of kind of running a business or running a team or running a you know a, a store is that kind of bias fraction making things happen and i think when you're at a consulting firm just having the smarts is enough to kind of get you around i think that in business or you know, if you're kind of talking to 40 store managers at Tesco's, you need to kind of have more than just a, an, a spreadsheet to prove you're right. You need to kind of be able to kind of carry people with you. I think a lot of our candidates have found that a huge shift. So just making, but it's a shift that many make and many make very successfully, but just be really aware of the difference of move from kind of academic confines of, of a consulting firm to that of the kind of real world of, of business, of trading reality of business. And for that partner or the uh, sort of associate partner, sort of director level person that might be going on for partnership, yeah, I think it's really that sales point. I think I think most consulting firms, um, from what I know, um, expect their partners to to bill significant amounts of money every year. That requires a commercial grit, which is very different from just being really good at advising on aircraft braking system strategy or sales strategy. It's it's just you know meeting people, going to events, networking, hosting Zoom calls, sharing podcasts, and writing proposals to close fees. So that's a different kind of job from maybe what you had before. I think it's just really important for you and your employer to just kind of have that conversation, see if you're comfortable with that next chapter. But if, if it's not right for you, you still have got an amazing, amazing, like the best business training or, or uh, strategy training uh, money can buy. And you can then transfer that skill into the corporate world or your own consulting firm or, or do something else. But again, it's really worth having that conversation. So I think whenever you're shifting jobs, be it every, every couple of years or every five years, definitely worth checking in as to whether it's, it's lying with your longer term ambitions. Because we all change as we get older, you know, what you thought was really exciting when you first left York in terms of your where city or where you wanted to work or who you wanted to work for, that changes as, as, as life changes. And just being really aware of that context is, is super important to make sure you have a kind of happy, fulfilling and engaging working life. To each? Well, that's a hard question. Um, the analyst and the junior person would be, try anything. Don't be picky. 
about what you do. And I see it a lot in the graduates who join. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that because I want to do this. They all want to do strategy. So, you know, do anything that you're asked to do because then you will understand what you enjoy and what you don't. It's back to the process of elimination rather than being too choosy. And it makes you very agile with the organisation. So take every opportunity. The manager level, I think have the courage to lead, have the courage to, you know, look at your senior managers and directors above you and think, you know, what can I be doing to get myself there? Have a think about that's a really great level to be in in a consulting firm where you're getting a lot of increased responsibility, but you maybe don't own the engagement. You're not that involved in maybe some of the finances, but think about your client building relationships with your clients for all of them. Actually, it's just a given, (laughs) Um, you know, never think that you can't own a relationship because you're a junior consultant. You will be working with people who won't know what grade you are and it won't matter to them. They'll be looking at what you are about. So that's the one for the manager level, digging deep on relationships and looking above and around you. And then with the the director level, and a lesson I very much applied myself was focus. Really thinking about at that stage in your career, you've got a really good sense of who you are and what you're about. Use the mentors and the sponsors around you to help you focus. Because if you're talented, you will get offered too many hats for too many jobs and you will be stretched beyond belief. And I am not a believer of jobs that can get done just to make a point on the side of the desk when you're already a very busy professional. So really big focus. And I guess to all of them in this day and age, uh, more than ever, is, is mental health. Look after you. Think about your own health and well-being and vitality and really identify what you enjoy doing i think the advice is first of all consulting is a great environment to build your career to start your career in i think so if they're coming into consulting and they're just first year or two just i think you've seen that you've heard this advice from a few people is just enjoy it just soak it up get on the train and there'll be good projects and there'll be phenomenal projects. There'll be amazing highs. There'll be some lows and that's consulting and don't get distracted by the low. You might be lucky and get a really amazing, exciting project for the first one, or you might get stuck in some you know, unglamorous location with not such a glamorous role, but that you're still learning. So don't be precious. You're just starting. Enjoy the variety that consulting gives you. And it's not measured in months, it's measured in years. So you've got to go through the highs and lows to really appreciate, I think, a consulting career. And I've had some phenomenal highs in my early years. Go go lives that you're very lucky to be in that environment with a client. You're very, very fortunate to be in that room. So I think enjoy that. And then as you get to the next level, start making decisions. So I think if you're at the manager grade, is this a career for you longer term? Because families life's changing you may be getting married you, you may be wanting to move countries yeah, whatever's happening you, things are getting complicated you've probably got a house maybe you've got commitments is this what you want are you enjoying it still are you relishing in the in the highs and lows ask yourself that question if you are then start to think about what what you want to be doing you know, what capabilities you want to be leading or building or, or technology or area and um, put a plan together. You know, just think about, uh, is this the right consulting company for me? Do I want to stay in Accenture, Deloitte, wherever it is? Or do I want to have a different environment but stay in consulting? That's a decision point. I think it's a really big one. And then the, for the new-ish partner in that zone, yeah, be very, very sure what you're about, what you're about to do. Is, are you really, really sure you want to do this? And I've got friends and colleagues who've, in that environment who've approached us. And then they're not. 
it's, it's a massive step. And I think you're walking also, do you really want to walk away from that career? You, you've got, you've, you've worked so hard. You've got to a certain point, you've, you've done it. You've, 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 you've got a fantastic history CV. You've got a great potential ahead of you now in the leadership of a consultant company. Do you really want to walk away on that? Ask yourself that really hard question and be ready for what is it you want to do and be ready for the sacrifice. And then if that's the case, then go for it. That's a good question. I'll, I can I can start. I, I think if you're if you're just starting your career, my first advice would be that a, a project or a consulting role is what you make of it. Um, I often think you know people can think too much in terms of okay, this is the role I have to do and this is what I'm being told to do. Like go above and beyond, surprise and delight your supervisor or your client, make people's lives easier. Like when you're early on, when I was right out of school or university, I was like, how can I make this person's life easier? And that will probably result in more opportunities for myself. And and then be a sponge, right? Listen, learn, observe all the things we talked about with listening. Consulting is such a great industry to learn in, so you can learn so much. Someone a little more in their career, the, the you know four to five year or whatever the case is, I'd say, uh, uh, check out Dynamic. No, <laughs> maybe we're the right fit for you. I would say honestly, like use your use your network. I think that's where you've started to grow a broader network, whether it's a, a a mentor or people in your lives or people in your current jobs. Right, you're you're at an inflection point. My dad used to tell me that the first five years out of school are often figuring out what you don't want to do in your life, right? And so then you you kind of know where you might want to go. And so that's an inflection point. And then if you're if you're more senior, right? I, when you were kind of talking, I was thinking of, all right, so someone's approaching a partner in a consulting firm. I don't know if I have great advice, but when I was at Accenture, I looked at partners and I was extremely impressed, right? And so, however, I decided to not go down that kind of lifestyle path. It didn't feel like the right path for me, but that was a personal decision. It wasn't right or wrong. So life's all about trade-offs. So I'd say, think about what you want and what the trade-offs are versus, you know, one path versus another. And if you're, if you're on that partner path and you, and you think that's the right path, then you know, have a, have a fun ride with lots of great impact ahead. Some great advice there, Jeff. Uh, Gemma, what's your take on those those questions? Well, definitely, yes, and to all of those. Uh, Jeff, I'd say for, for the junior analyst or early consultant, I would say in addition to being a sponge, uh, don't be too quick to judge, right? Be really open-minded um, because you don't know what you don't know. Um, at that point. And then as, as you grow and develop, then, you know, obviously keep, keep learning, keep open-minded, um, focus on building confidence and uh, that trusted advisor capability, but also start to identify where your areas of true passion are, right? So, you know, not trying to do absolutely everything. So it's about that balance of getting diverse and broad experience, but also starting to identify those areas that really ignite your interest. And then, for the approaching partner, I would say, you know, certainly knowing where you want to grow further. And I think when I reflect, it's about finding those folks in your network who really inspire you, right? And making sure that you are building your network so that you have various connections of, of influence and learning through those inspirational folks. Okay, so I, I guess there's an overarching piece of advice, which is ask for advice. It's something I continue to do, and I, I reckon there's so much advice out there. You don't necessarily have to hire a coach if you can't afford it, but getting advice from a variety of people who have experience about the things that you're concerned about is the number one thing. And with the internet, there's just so much of it available. More specifically, with, with the graduate, I would encourage them to, to lighten up to experiment, to leave jobs that they are unhappy with or feel exploited in. I mean, consulting has become 
you know, even in the last 10 years, utilization rates have, have, have gone up, you know, 10%. They're kind of averaging 90% now, which is crazy and unsustainable. So I, I would say, you know, ex- experiments, you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you, um, make mistakes while you're young. And if you're not happy, do something about it. If you ever want a, a, a laugh or, and a cry at the same time, read the Reddit consulting. Uh, <laughs> because, it, I mean, it, it's absolutely revealing about what young people in consulting are, th- are thinking. Um, I must, and I'm, I, I know this is your answer, Joe, but I also want to add there are plenty of meme accounts on Instagram which show exactly the same thing. Some of the uh, the things that are deemed acceptable enough to put in a meme show some of the working practices, let's say that. Um, for the person that has been, so I'll be more sensible, functional with this one. So with the person that's been in for a few years, to, to get on in consulting is around sales. Mm. Uh, it, and, and, you know, as you go up the organization, you will do so because of your ability to sell. And that is uh, very much based upon your network. So mm. no, stage you are at you should be looking at but also you should you know i always say to my students once you're in get your cv out every six months because you never know what's going to happen and again don't don't feel tired it's more difficult with the people in the middle because they mm. have the children very often or they have the big mortgage or you know they're getting used to the lifestyle so it can be a bit tougher with partners i wouldn't presume to give partners advice however i guess partners or seniors that are Thinking of starting up by themselves, mm. uh, I guess, is something that I, I can talk to people that have perhaps left or even been made redundant. My advice is to choose your niche carefully and accumulate expertise. Mm. People forget that your ability to charge high margins as a solo or small consultant is dependent upon the value that you provide. Mm. you provide is dependent upon your ability to accumulate and improve your expertise and knowledge some of that is around capturing data and and experience and codifying it in templates or systems or processes and displaying it as thought thought leadership or Mm. link post depending on your preference some of it is about investing in yourself and going on that training course and taking the time out to read and think and discuss ideas I think at the most junior level, it might be a bit of a personal regret that uh, I didn't get the opportunities to travel when I was young, free and single. Um, so I think at that beginning bit is grab every opportunity that comes your way. Uh, don't be a f- don't don't say no. Um, you know, if you've got an opportunity to go and work in a new place and culture, you will learn so much from doing that. Different ways of thinking. And, you know, it's just the great opportunities of being somewhere else instead of just being wherever you've been born and brought up. So that's the analyst. I'd say mid-career, time to be a bit more boring. Uh, you need to be making a name for yourself in some area and just you need to have a think about what am I good at? What am I told that I'm good at? This is what I think I'm good at. What do people think I'm good at? Uh and what do I enjoy? And if you can work out what the confluence of those things is and think, right, okay, that's where I'm going to specialize. But at the same time, don't forget all of the other stuff that's going to make you um, a good consultant, which we've talked about, which is manage your network. Fantastic. And the third person? Approaching partnership. I think one of the more challenging bits, and it was possibly because of the size of the business we had, 
that made getting feedback challenging. But I, I think probably most big firms are not very good at doing it. But I'd say get yourself a coach. You want to sit down. You want to have somebody you can trust to talk to, somebody you can ask you some challenging questions, but he's on your side. Because I think, you know, if you sit down, most of the HR processes are all about going through the standard thing. And yes, you might have a mentor, but they're still a bit of a competitor at the same time. Uh, I'd say a coach, a good coach is going to be, you know, always on your side, asking the challenging questions and, and giving you some of that feedback that possibly is quite difficult to get from working in the company. First person just starting out in consulting, I would say learn, learn as much as you possibly can. Don't be too precious about sectors or dream clients. Make sure that you prioritize learning new skills, new experiences. Ideally, that would allow you to build a solid foundation that can take you in different directions. The person who's four to five years in, I would say, invest in your brand and your portfolio. Your brand being what you think is a fair reflection of who you are, what you've accomplished and your potential, but also where you can get to, where you want to get to, and work back from that if you can. So if you want to be the most successful, innovative thought leader in retail banking, what are the proof points that people will refer to to substantiate that? And then go after those. Use that as a way of prioritizing how you spend your time, the types of projects you focus on, the types of people that you work with. And finally, approaching partner, uh, this is one that I probably gave to myself, which is it's an amazing opportunity. Make sure that you are going into it with the right reasons or for the right reasons, but also with the right understanding of the trade-offs. There is no perfect role, um, as much as we like to believe. So there will always be potential downsides, risks, but make sure that you are comfortable with those risks and make sure that you are able to build the life that you deserve. You've earned it at that point. So you should be able to live a life that allows you to do what you want professionally, but also personally for the most part. So I think with the starter, it's make sure you go into a company that's good, if you can, a company that's going to develop you, I think is the first thing. So just that's one of the questions to ask. What's the development for me? Because at that age, you, you do need to develop. Equally, you do not want to uh, set yourself down one you know, very narrow experience band. Look at all, all different things. I would say be patient. You know, you're not going to be a, a millionaire next week. It, it ain't going to come quickly. Uh, it does to some, it does to others. I think also, you know, other people's career will race ahead and then yours goes ahead. And, and, you know, that's the whole thing about it. Watch, listen, learn from others, network like mad, offer to take on responsibility. And I think the final one is be empathetic because empathy is a good, a good trait to have. 
So that's the, uh, sorry, it wasn't one, Nick. No, no, Dean, it's the more the better. Uh, I think that's for, for somebody starting out. I think somebody four or five years in, you know, my question to them would be, are you happy? Are you happy with what your current company is offering you? Are you happy with your career? Are you learning? If not, move, move. If the company's not willing to look after you, you know, move, go for it. You know, it, it's, you, you know, organisations need to look after their staff. And if they don't, then people will move. So that's my view with those. And I think with a partner, it's similar, really. You know, you, you've taken all this time, you, you've had a great career, but are you enjoying it at partner level? You know, is it what you expected? What's next? You know, what's next after partner? Do you really want to sit back and, you know, churn the handle and just keep going? Okay, get paid well and you, you deserve to be there because you're brilliant. But if you still got the hunger and want to do something else, go and do it. Go and do something else. You know, career's too short, life's too short. Just go and do it. Okay, you know, you might earn a bit less, but come on, life is a learning journey. So keep learning, as I've said all the way, all the way throughout. In terms of the one just, just starting up in their career in consulting, I think the piece of advice I'd give is just try and get as much broad experience and variety as you possibly can early in your career. And the reason I say that is is all too often you see people join who have lots of preconceptions about the types of industries they want to work in, the types of roles they want to do, and equally where they don't want to work and what they don't want to do. And I think it doesn't really matter in your career because everything is a learning experience. And yes, of course, you'll get some fantastic experiences and you know you'll want to do more of those types of things you may have some experiences which aren't perhaps quite as good and you'll perhaps learn from those but it's all just rich learning so just don't be too precious don't be too dogmatic in your views be open to as many experiences as you can because when I coach people at that kind of level we often do a two by two matrix and we think about typical ex-consultant where we think about what are the things you've done that you either want to do again or frankly, don't want to do, and what are the things you haven't done that you may want to do or you definitely don't want to do. And when you start plotting on there, the richer your experience, the more data points you've got in, a, in, a, in order to inform the future. So that, that, that's the first person. In terms of someone going four or five years in, I think the advice I'd, I'd possibly give is, how do you start to create that, you, I think you said T model earlier. So in other words, how are you going to balance specialism with some of those more general business skills, because actually the best partners, and we'll come on to partners shortly, are the people, as we touched on earlier, who can probably hold a range of conversations, but knows where to, to phone a friend. And perhaps some of those people who are a little bit too specialist or niche don't necessarily take those next steps steps on in the partnership. So I'd, I'd, I'd encourage people at that level to firstly focus on the T. Secondly, to think about how do I get as much people management and leadership experience as I possibly can? And how do I learn to let go of those some of those things that have made me successful? And how do I recruit people and grow people to be much better than I could ever be? So that would be the, the, the second piece of advice. And I think in terms of the person, you know, thinking about partnership, there's probably two questions I'd probably pose to them. And I'd pose it more as questions rather than advice because everyone's different. I think the first is, what do you really want to be famous for? And the reason I pose that question is because actually the most effective partners, they, they may not have written it down or articulated, but the most effective partners 
at early levels and, and throughout their partnership have a bit of a vision, have a bit of thought about what does that exciting future look like? And now I'm going to build a future that's more exciting than the, the, the past. So what do you want to be famous for? And then the second question is about the organization, just to say, are you sure you're in the right organization where you want to make that transition? And there's a lot of questions you can explore off the back of that around, you know, the culture, the values, um, the way you work with your colleagues, in terms of do you have the right challenge, the right support, the right inspiration, the right motivation, the right value set. And I think that environment is super duper important as a partner to make sure that there's a, a real match there. So that would be the advice to, to the person thinking about that transition. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Climbing Consulting. If you have any guest recommendations, comments, ideas, thoughts on how I can make this show better for you, just drop me an email. It's nick at createengage.co.uk and I really look forward to hearing from you.